Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney, the host of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. We're excited today to have Jake and Gino here. They are going to be talking about their company they built, Jake and Gino. And they're not only just teaching people how to build multifamily wealth, how to build wealth through the use of multifamily housing, but they're in it. They're actually building it themselves and teaching others how to do the same. Well, we are excited. They're also going to tell us all about their book, The Honeybee Book, that's been out now for a little over a year. Let's welcome and bring them on to the show. Jake and Gina, we're excited to have you here. Thanks for having us, Lauren. You know, we got to step up our game, Gino. That was a uh, pretty inspiring little introduction that you did there. I mean, that was next level stuff. So I am, uh, I am, wow, we got to, we got to go today, man. We got to bring it. So, you know, we thought we'd inspire you a little. I mean, it's no big deal. You just create, you know, millions of dollars in assets with uh, multi, multifamily real estate. So we thought we'd bring the inspiration. No, you you, 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 lever you levered me up. I'm ready to go now, you know? So. Awesome. So how did you first get involved? You've been working together for over 10 years, you said. How did you start? And it, and talk to me, you know, a lot of people that listen are entrepreneurs or they want to start something. They, of course, want to build wealth. Talk to me about the mindset that it's taken to weather the storm of working together over 10 years and having massive success and teaching others. Stenzi, you take it, Stenzi, and I'll follow. It's all about, it's all about pizza and values at the end of the day <laughs> is really what it boils down to. And you know, I'll take it as far back as when I moved out in New York, and it was a it was a values based decision. Um, you know, it's it's I look at the fifty states as as a catalog, and an opportunity, and the freedom of choice. And you can you know basically find out which states align with your values and what you're trying to achieve in your life. And at the time, New York wasn't aligning with what I was attempting to achieve in my life, so I decided to move. I uh, actually re relocated to the Southeast. And at the time I was doing all of my business through Gino's restaurant. And there was just, there was an alignment of values early on. I was actually working very closely with his brother, Mark. And before I left, we started looking at some real estate deals. And a couple of years later, we had a, uh, a sleepless in Seattle, a little phone kind of conversation relationship going for two years. And uh, we finally got into our first deal after two years of trials and tribulations and failing and, and trying to figure it out, we got into our first 25 unit deal. Fast forward, we've done over 1800 apartment units that we've purchased and it's uh, it's been a very fun ride, but it wouldn't work if there wasn't the alignment of values and the the work ethic and the commitment and, and the, you know, the ability to see the long game. I think that's one thing that really has aligned the two of us is that we're, we're in a game i call it a game but it's it's, it's a business that isn't does not reward people quickly and you do not get any immediate gratification out of it but the long-term payoffs are tremendous and i think yeah. it's been that commitment to the long game that has allowed us to really uh be so successful in multifamily real estate i'm gonna have to rise up and continue to answer <laughs> dude you're talking about life I mean, what is life without putting in you know the short-term cheers my friend long -term game and for me, Jake, it's values over opportunities. I think 
most of us in early on younger, we're looking at just opportunities, but do those opportunities align with your values? And when I was younger, I was at the restaurant. I loved the restaurant business until I didn't love it anymore. I fortunately met Jake. I was educated, got tons of coaching and real estate. I spent thousands and thousands of dollars when we started at first deal. Like Jake said, it took us 18 over 18 months to find that first deal. And from there, just bought our next deal and bought our next deal. And you know, we're going to talk about multifaceted and multifamily and the honeybee today, but it really starts on the front end. And you know, in this type of economy, people frown down on working hard, the four hour work week, and you can go to the coffee shop and hang out. You can all do that, but you need the, to the gig economy, them. right? Yeah, I mean, need, that's part of it. You need to yeah. build a machine though first. You need to put in the infrastructure. And then obviously as an entrepreneur, you're going to be dictating and delegating a lot of those responsibilities, but you still need to be at the helm and you can still decide to, Hey, we can leave certain responsibilities to a bookkeeper or to editing our podcast. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, us as the leaders of the organization have to drive what we have our core values. We have to live by our core values and we have to really do what really drives the company forward as far as either generating revenue or having some type of vision. Gino, peel the onion back a little bit more. We were on with our buddy MJ DeMarco the other day, and he's talking about the kind of lifestyle that CNBC is selling people now about getting the tiny house, being able to live off a of 30 grand a year, re retiring financially free on, on, on no money. That's that's not a life of abundance, and that's not a life of, that I think really has a lot of success security in it. Um, I'm looking for uh, abundance in my lifestyle so I can make the choices and live the way I want to live. We get one at bat here and I'm not looking to step up to the plate and bunt and hopefully that I am able to sprint down to first and make it just by the skin of my teeth. Okay. We want to be able to enjoy the things that this life provides and living in a tiny house and, you know, living off of, you know, 25 or $30,000 a year. That's fine. If that's ultimately what you want to do, but make a conscious choice that you're not doing it just to skim by because it seems like the easy path, do it because that's what you actually want to do. And that's what you believe in. I think so many people are looking for the, the life hack or the easy way out. Look, we're all looking for ways to get better and, and make our machines run more efficiently, but shortcuts are not the way to fulfilling life for me personally. And Jake, it's called FIRE, Financial Independence, Retire Early. And he was mocking that because people, they, they spend and save millions of dollars and that really comes from a life of scarcity because you're trying you're trying to live below your means. Where Jake is trying to talk about expand your means, and that doesn't mean to go out and to buy the expensive cars. If you like to donate money and you like to be charitable, but if you want to go get a Lambo, do you? Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. And and, 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 and do it do it guilt free. Don't don't mm -hmm. feel guilty. Enjoy it and 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 understand what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love how you brought up in the beginning, you know, you, you had an alignment of values. You had something, you had a, a basis, you had work ethic and values. And a lot of times people that's not in alignment. And so a 10 year business partnership usually doesn't happen and a successful one. And now what is the biggest thing you find? Step back one second. I'm not trying to, yeah. to bull rush here, but just, I want everyone out there right now to evaluate your circumstances and who you're partnered with on, on many levels. And if there's people that are not getting back to you or they're slow to respond or they're, they're not, you're sprinting and they're jogging. Okay. But you're supposed to be running side by side. Don't stand for that shit. Move on. And if, if you've seen it time and time again, it's not worth suffering in these toxic relationships. And I've seen it even in, in my, my own business with team members who were competent, they were able to do what was asked of them, but they brought a negative attitude to the table. 
life's too short for that. I'm going to tell you right now, even if it's an attitude thing and you're, you're up here and you're saying, let's do this. I got an idea and we're going to let's, let's, let's sprint together. And I hope you guys know what I mean by sprinting. Together. We're running in the same direction towards the same goal. Don't stand for that shit because it's going to bring you down and life is too short. You need to be able to move on from these relationships. And that's why I, I feel blessed. I feel extremely fortunate that I was able to find the G daddy over there, the, the big guy, you know, the G Papa, because I'm able to show up every day with him and we're able to bring each other up. You know, we're on the rise up podcast for a reason here. Okay. Cause we're bringing each other up. We're going up. We're not, we're not doing the work and we're not able to do it, but we're going to come in like Eeyore and whine and bitch about it. That's not a good life. Okay. Unless you like that stuff and that's okay too. But it's having awareness of what's important to you. That's what yeah. you said, right? What is it that you want? Are you just building a life because somebody else told you that would be a good thing to build? Or, or are you settling though? That's what I'm trying to get exactly. to. So many of us settle. Yes. yes. For, for relationships in many aspects of, of our lives, not yeah. just business. Business relationships, personal, yeah. romantic relationships. Are we settling because somebody told us that would be a good idea or that's fine enough? Or it's or the easy way out. Or we, we're just not willing to lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. So having that perspective, what is it that I want? What is it that I deserve? It sounds like, Jake, you knew. Here's my values. Here's where I want. Gino knew his. And now you guys are like, okay, we're aligned. We're going to make some amazing things happen. And I, I bet that's been a lot of your key to have it be sustainable 10 years later. What are some of the Think things? Think if the values weren't there, though. Right. And, and think of Absolutely. the vision and the values. We want to own apartments for the long term. We understand the value of owning them. We understand that that these things are the golden goose and that, you know, it's hard to find really good deals. So when we get them, we want to we want to carry them on for and, and have them be multi-generational. All this stuff's important. And you need to you need to hash this out with your partners on the front end and each business. We have we have over 20 real estate businesses together. Okay. And each one has a separate operating agreement. Every time we do one, we, we add another one. It's not just, you know, one massive thing. So, you know, and then there may be another team member that, that, you know, comes in on the deal or whatever, they're all separate businesses and you treat them like that. So that's very important. Um, but I really do think that evaluate these relationships that you're getting into, uh, make sure that everything is clearly written down and articulated and um, and just make sure the values are there. Otherwise, it's going to be painful and life's too short for, you know, living a miserable existence. You know, again, you get one one at bat. Don't settle for for, you know, mediocre. Absolutely. I mean, you can feel the energy in that and taking people through. What is the first thing when somebody comes to you and says, I, I want support, Jake and Gino, how do I create this myself? What's the first step that you usually give them? Well, for, for me, the first step that I would say to anybody listening to this may sound a little corny, but I would tell the person, you know, close your eyes. If you close your eyes and you imagine yourself at your funeral, what do you want to see at your funeral? And that's it. Maybe a chilling idea or a thought, but what do you want to leave as a legacy? What do you want to, people to remind you of? When I have my funeral, like I tell Jake, I want to have my six kids there, hopefully 20 grandkids. I want to have people singing at my funeral. I want all of my students to come up to me and, and say that they made an impact on my life. The Jake and Gino community made an impact on my life. I quit my job because of Jake and Gino. I had a rough, rough time, but I found them and they really helped me out. So when everyone opens their eyes back up, we should all have that picture in our minds. And let's reverse engineer it to today. And that's how you start creating your values. Well, how am I going to do that? How am I going to do that 30 years from now? Well, I've got a family. 
I teach all my kids. My, that's already imbued in my children. They already want larger families. They already aspire to have that. And as far as the business, what I'm doing here every day with Jake and Gino, we're teaching our students to buy these deals. We're teaching our students to start leaving a legacy and to start creating these amazing businesses. So the first thing people need to do, and it seems so easy now that Jake and I have done it. We've really, I mean, it's the secret, but it really isn't. Because it's so hard sometimes to focus on what we want. We're always being told what we should have. But what do we really want? And for me, I always wanted a business where I could have my employees as family members. I could treat them as family members. I could rely on them. They could rely on me. And I never had that. And then when I started doing Jake and Gino, I want to have a really nice, tight-knit group. Am I going to have $100 million in revenue in three years? Maybe, maybe not, but that's not what my goal is. My goal is to create a sustainable business that doesn't outgrow our infrastructure. So our infrastructure grows with the business. We're able to scale and we're able to serve. And what Jake likes to say, create the Chick-fil-A of customer service, whether it's in the apartment space or where it's in the Jake and Gino space. So that's what I want. So when you're looking out in the future, reverse engineer that. And what do you need to start doing today? What are the actions that you need to start creating today to start building that legacy? And like Jake said, it's not going to happen overnight, but all those little actions that you need to take to get to there, you can start doing them right now. You can start doing them today. Yeah, I'll elaborate on that a little bit. I think for us specifically, we're always attempting to set up frameworks and, and parameters for everything that we do. So we don't have to get up every day and recreate the wheel. We want well-oiled machines. We want systems. And so for our multifamily investing, it's very simple. It's a three-legged stool. It's buy right, manage right, and finance right. But once you're you're really in the business of, of multifamily, it's just like any other business. It's people, systems, and culture. And every day we show up, that is what we're working on to improve. We're, we're always looking to improve our, our people, our systems, and our culture. And, you know, at, at times you may say, we need to move on from this relationship. And that's okay. But we also may need to invest in training. And we may need to invest in in different you know systems for our folks or a different software. Okay, and, and ultimately, one of the things I love to do it, it scares me. I think one of my biggest fears is I'm going to end up like Steve Carell from The Office because <laughs> we have the party planning committee that you see on that show. <laughs> but I love it. I love throwing the parties. I love doing the big bashes, and people love coming together. And we do themes and things like that. So I don't know. It's uh, it's all part of it, but it's uh it's what we do day in and day out. So. I love that. Talk to me about the book. Did you guys write it together? Tell we me did. a little bit about it. Yeah, it's our it's our second book, and um, you know, ultimately, it's it's a it's a journey uh, that parallels ourselves. Uh, from it was a sales rep, and he was really trying to find his way in this world. And he meant he met a mentor like the G Papa over there, and uh, he had some struggles. And he he you know basically got into real estate and he started working through those struggles through the advice of his mentor. Mm -hmm. And at the end, he ultimately found more than just a successful business. You know, he had some lumps and bruises along the way, but he also found streams of purpose. And I think there's inflection points that we go through in our lives where, okay, we learned something, we made it here, and it's like, now what? But ultimately, finding those streams of purpose in your life will really give yourself a lot of fulfillment. And I've been fortunate along my journey with Gino, and we've been able to find streams of purpose and alignment uh, with each other. So put some words down, made a nice little parable, and uh, it's, been a, it's been a great success for us. It's a really, really great book. And the reason why we call it The Honeybee is it's, there's so many, I guess, 
when you start thinking about a honey, a honey bee itself, the honey bee, the parallel is the W2 worker. The honey bee creates the honey and they do the honey and they make honey just because that's what they're doing. And most of us, Jake and myself included, when we had, I had my small business and Jake had his, his W3 sales job, we would just do that. We never thought about it. It's just done, repetition, never thinking about it. And who makes the money? It's the beekeeper, Tom in the story. He owns the beehive. Now that's a tough job because you need honey and you need people to make the honey. There's a lot of risk there owning the honey, making sure that it gets done, being able to sell it, all of those different analogies. But it's a perfect analogy to what's going on now in our economy where you have certain people owning the beehive and certain people being the, the, the bees themselves. You have the choice. Most of us think we aren't consciously able to choose what we, which ones we want to be. And in this story, Noah you know, fortuitously gets a flat tire and he meets Tom on the side of the road. Tom is an unassuming older gentleman who has billions of dollars, but he would know goes to his house. And I think Tom is just, he's a great mentor, but he's got these life lessons. And every time Noah gets stuck, he goes back to Tom and he gets a nice little jar of honey. He reads the inscription and it's thought provoking because most of us don't think go throughout the day with these thought provoking ideas. You know, one of them in the book is as you're scaling up, don't think of how you're going to do it. Who can help you do it? Little stories like that in the, in, in the book itself. And I think it has a little bit for everybody, whether you're the beginning investor, Noah's very beginning starting out, or is he starting to scale? And then all of a sudden he gets these little bee stings because he starts making mistakes. He's in real estate. Why is he investing in a restaurant? He invests in Buster's Bistro, knows nothing about the business, and all of a sudden loses the business, and he wants to blame himself. And Tom is like, uh-uh-uh-uh, that's not real estate. You went out of your lane. What did you do wrong? <laughs> and it's those things where you can reflect upon it. And, you know, I read a book the other day called The Alchemist. Never read it. Amazing book. It's sort of the yeah. same thing where Santiago goes on a journey. Well, Noah here is going on the same journey of self-reflection, and I think going towards his personal legend. He always wanted to create something amazing. I agree with that, Gino. Create something yeah. amazing with his wife. Yeah. He ends up, I don't want to give the, the ending away, but he ends up understanding that all of a sudden have become quote unquote financially free and live lives of abundance. We're not chasing money anymore. We're chasing opportunities and we're chasing our personal legend and we're chasing abundance. And I think Noah has that shift in the book. You see that all of a sudden he's paid all his bills. He's starting to really increase his portfolio. And it's like, okay, what's next? What can I do next with my money to impact society or impact <laughs> my children? Leave a, leave a legacy for my kids. And it's interesting. And you see all the different parallels of how he grows from a disgruntled employee who hates his boss to like a person who creates an amazing uh, you know, business and legacy for him and his wife and his kids. I love that. I love the the seeing the growth journey and then taking it along and mm -hmm. the values and the story. Sounds fantastic. So if you're listening, you're not viewing the webinar you're listening on the podcast. It's called The Honeybee Book. So definitely check it out. And Jake and Gino, the best way for people to find you is they can go to your website, right? Jake, J-A-K-E and Gino, G-I-N-O.com. If you're watching the webinar. Gino's got, got a special one for you. Hang on. Tell he did this, he did this. So if you go to jakeandgino.com forward slash honeybee, there's Ooh. actually a free download of our credibility kit and also Good. different honey, honeybee resources there. G-Dad gives them a free video. So it's jakeandgino.com forward slash honeybee mm -hmm. and uh you get some uh you get the bee the bee resources there so hey yeah. i love it all right we've got it up on the screen here as well so fantastic on that one we love to ask a final question with everyone and i'll ask it to both of you what does rise up for you mean to you you've talked about a little bit with values and sustainability what does that mean to you 
I think it's just choice ultimately. And you, if you're going to think about what Gino said about the bees, they, they show up every day, they just do their job and it's, it's monotonous time and time again, the death of a salesman type lifestyle. I, and I don't want to be like, you know, if someone's out there grinding away in their W2, I don't want to like be depressing or anything like that, but ultimately it's choice. And we all have the ability to make a choice, whether it was myself, you know, back in, in 2010, leaving New York because, you know, I wanted to, you know, have a more business friendly environment, yada, yada, whatever the case may be, people will tell you you're crazy. They'll tell you this, that, and the other thing, but ultimately you need to be the one that makes a choice and you need to decide to go in a specific direction and dictate to this life versus this life dictating to you and things coming in. You need to be pushing outwards towards life and taking control and making decisions and making choices that are going to better yourself if that interests you versus life happening to you. And I think that's one of the things people struggle with the most. So if you're going to rise up, you need to first decide, evaluate what you want out of this life, pick the right vehicle. Uh, for us, it was multifamily investing. We love it. We're there. We're there for the long term. We decided and my life will never be the same. I was a W-2. I worked for a top three pharmaceutical manufacturer. When I first got out of college, I thought it was the best, best thing since sliced bread. You know, healthcare reform came down and you know, it, it really taught me what good culture looks like and what bad culture looks like. And, you know, it was the best thing that happened to me because I was able to get out and I made a choice and I acted. Love it. For me, rise up is real simple. I, I, you know, as a W-2 employee, as a small business owner, I swallowed a lot of crap. I just did. I had to rise up during that. When I met Jake and I started learning about entrepreneurship, all of a sudden things changed. There isn't not much has to change or improve in your life to get an amazing life. If you rise up and what Jake and I, what our motto is, is really commit and figure it out. That's what every entrepreneur's venture is. I think if you can rise up, commit to what you're doing and figure it out because you're not going to be successful on your first try or your second try. You need to continue to rise up to the occasion. And one of the things that's been really fortunate for myself and Jake is we are accountability partners. So if something goes wrong, I'm going to call him up and say, hey, bro, something happened here. And he'll, he'll, he'll help me out. And that's that accountability piece that allows us to continually to rise up. And, you know, the Jake and Gino community is an example of that. There's a lot of community members in there where there's accountability. When you're around like-minded individuals and you have that type of energy and they're all supporting you, it's a big difference in being on an island all by yourself. So rising up with others and for I'm still swallowing a lot of crap. I'm enjoying it now because it's different kind of crap, but you still deal with a lot of struggles. But that doesn't mean you stop. I mean, you're going to continue to rise up. So just look at your circumstances. You don't have to change or improve that much in your life. Just look around, look at who you're hanging around with and find somebody who you can grab on and be accountable with. Gino, the message from the alchemist, right? Mm -hmm. You need to follow your dreams. It doesn't mean you're not going to have issues and problems following your dreams. Mm -hmm. But guess what? If you stay stagnant, you don't rise up and you don't follow your dreams. There's a whole host of problems that are going to come with that as well. Yes. So problems are going to come. Don't be afraid of the problems. Don't try to avoid life from happening. Okay. Mm -hmm. Shit's going to happen. Make a choice. Decide what you want that you think is going to be the most fulfilling your fulfilling life for you, your family, whatever, mm -hmm. and attack it. Go after it. Don't sit on the sidelines because you're going to wake up in 10 years. You're going to be in the same spot. It's going to be the same exact shit. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for being here today and just the energy pouring in and congratulations on all of your success. Thanks, Lauren. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Lots of great energy and lots of great ideas, no matter if you're in the real estate space 
or not, but just being successful and even taking a step back. What does success mean to you? Well, it's been my pleasure to be your host today of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. You can download your free success kit at riseupforyou.com slash success kit. You can also text us to 949-416-0671. You can text the word public speaking and find out about our upcoming cohort. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time.